Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 7, you will hear stories from our 8th collection, Lost and Found. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Finding the Perfect Pumpkin by Rebecca S. Holder Look what I found. It was a familiar exclamation from my husband. He has an uncanny ability for finding things, extraordinary things. Walking through parking lots and big box stores, he finds money. Not pennies and dimes, but folding money. A hike in the woods, the dropped charm bracelet, an inlaid pocket knife, forgotten binoculars, even in graduate school, when I accompanied him to the library stacks, I heard that excited whisper as he stumbled upon an obscure article or photograph that would become the proverbial cherry atop his research paper. As he entered our house on this cold, rainy, early November evening and dug deep into the flannel-lined pocket of his field coat, I expected nothing less than someone's bulging wallet, a Rolex watch, or perhaps the Hope Diamond. Instead, he held out an orange tabby kitten, so small it did not fill his palm. The tiny bit of fluff squeaked a faint mew that sent our chihuahuas, Rex and Prissy, into a frantic bouncing dance at my husband's feet. Mark had been working on a vacant unit at our apartment complex, and as he parked his truck, he noticed a furry lump in the middle of the street. How awful, he thought, someone's pet was run over. The lump moved. Upon investigation, it was sadder than he had imagined. There lay a mother cat and her litter of six, all dead, save the tiny tabby. He scooped the kitten up and took it to the apartment. A couple of french fries from the trash and a container of creamer from his morning coffee order were mixed into a thick slurry for the starving kitten that he now held before me. Mark carefully set the kitten down in front of the prancing dogs. Rex took a sniff, determined he wanted nothing to do with it, and walked away. Prissy, however, nosed the kitten, picked it up in her mouth, and carried it to her bed. The kitten then received the most ferocious licking and cleaning ever given. Prissy had a baby, the kitten had a mother, and we had a new member of the family. The next day the vet determined that the kitten could not have been more than five weeks old and would not have survived if my husband had not found her. Yes, a her. There was nothing left to do but assign her birthday as October 1, 1995, name her Pumpkin in honor of the fall season and her color, and schedule the spaying and shots. Prissy raised Pumpkin as a proper dog. Pumpkin would run to the door with the dogs and try to bark at delivery people, a growly meow adding much-needed bass to the chihuahua yips. She would sit up and beg for table scraps, had her favorite rawhide chew, and came when you whistled. Though we knew indoor cats had much longer life expectancies, we opted to make Pumpkin an indoor-outdoor cat. 
She would wander happily outside until we came home in the evening to let her in to dinner and bedtime with Prissy. We'd had Pumpkin a little over a year when we moved to a new home. We thought our little family was settling in well to the neighborhood, even though one neighbor said they despised cats and another commented about chihuahuas being barking rats. Then Pumpkin disappeared. For two days, around the clock, we searched for her, one of us outside on the porch always, whistling and calling, whistling and calling. The morning of the third day, I was outside whistling when through the drizzle out of the woods came Pumpkin. She could barely walk, her head twisted around at a peculiar angle, blood trickling from ears, eyes, and nose. Panicked, we rushed her to the vet. She had a head injury. Given the nature and location of the trauma, the vet surmised it had been deliberately inflicted by someone. It was a long recovery, but Pumpkin made it. At the end of the ordeal, the vet said if we ever needed to rehome Pumpkin, he wanted her. Seems she wooed the entire staff because she was a hugger. Whenever they lifted her from her cage, she would wrap her front paws around their necks, pull them towards her, and nestle her head under their chins. It was something she had done with us since she was a kitten. After her injury, Pumpkin's head always had a slight tilt and her balance was a bit off, but she persisted in being an indoor-outdoor cat, defying the odds when she died from cancer at the age of 13. My husband did not find a wallet, a watch, or the Hope Diamond, but he did find a perfect pumpkin that November. Copyright 2023, Rebecca S. Holder. Rebecca S. Holder lives in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and is a member of Winston-Salem Writers. With the advice and guidance of the West Enders Critique Group, she is working on a short story collection centered on the fictional town of Brady Creek. When not immersed in fiction, Rebecca indulges in personal essays and poetry. Her story, A Tap at My Door, appeared in the personal story publishing project anthology Twists and Turns. Most recently, she was a finalist for the 2022 James Hurst Prize for Fiction with her story, Virgil Thompson's Salvation. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of Six Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another Six Minute Story. You can read them all in the eight anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L-Jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.